Welcome to The Schooled Podcast, a podcast about Christian schooling. We believe that Christian schools are a countercultural, revolutionary movement and a significant part of what God is doing in the world today. Join us as we explore the Christian schooling movement, its origins, its purpose, and its future. Welcome back to The Schooled Podcast. Schooled Podcast, season two-ish. Ish, yeah, what yeah. are we on? Episode three. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Jamie. It's uh, it's good to be here. It's good to be here, Josh. Um, and today, if it's all right, I just need to start with a bit of a confession. Oh, good. Okay, because you see, uh, we're currently in week three of term four. And uh, back in week one, all right, it was, I think, Wednesday. We'd been at school for two and a half days. And I remember thinking, gee... I need a holiday. <laughs> I need a rest. And then I suddenly realized, I'm only, a, I'm only two and a half days there's in. There's a whole term ahead. <laughs> so I just want to put that on the table to begin with. Just let you know that, um, yeah, I uh, sometimes feel a bit tired. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sure that you never feel tired or overworked. Oh, look, no, I know, I know that feeling. Absolutely. And it's a real experience. I actually think this whole thing of rest yeah. and rhythm in life, it's such a topical thing at the moment because mm. our, our world is so crazy. Yes. And whether it's driven by, I don't know, technology is blamed for everything, but whatever it is about our society, we live in a frantic society mm. and... Uh, people and you see if you walk down the self-help aisle of a bookstore mm. or anything these days you see that this is topical you know yeah. the, it was a best-selling book a few years ago essentialism by greg McEwen, mm. and uh, it was all about you know intentionally pursuing less in yes. your life there's the minimalists movement yeah uh, which is huge and even within uh, Christian circles and Christian writers, there has been uh, this is this has been a real focus. Mm. So there was a book last year, uh, "To Hell with the Hustle" by Jefferson Bethke, which was uh, which was a really interesting book. Uh, our friend John Mark Comer, yeah, with, with it, um, the ruthless elimination of hurry, yeah, fantastic uh, book. John Tyson he mentions uh, it in Beautiful Resistance, which just came out. Pete Scazzaro, all the emotionally healthy stuff. Yeah, so to say the least, um, there's a few people thinking about this and this is an issue that if you you think it's just you, Mm. uh, that's not true. It's actually everybody is trying to deal with this. It's a systemic issue that we have. People are tired, people are worn out. And in education, like this is a big thing. It's not just, I mean, some of these books can talk about pastors or Christians or anyone, but in education itself, like when we started teaching, I remember years ago learning from a, at a bunch of different schools that really bad rhythms in life were common. And people would say, you work your 10-week term, you burn yourself out. Your first week of the holidays, generally you get sick. Mm. You feel horrible. You recover by the end of that. And the second week is kind of your rest-ish holiday. And that was okay. Yeah, like so here in Australian context, teachers get more holidays than, than the average person employed, mm. but uh, really it's just additional sick leave because you're guaranteed to need a few days <laughs> yeah. in bed at the end of a term. That's it. And I, and I remember thinking, well, I mean, if this is what comes with the territory, if it, it, is this just what it is? You know, as a teacher, do I just have to get used to, you know, by the end of every term, I know that I'm going to be wiped out for a bit and my family will just have to deal with that. And over the years, I've been thinking that I don't think that that's actually healthy. There's got to be a better way. There has to be. And yeah. you look at people who have 
been successful or who've done great things and I look at them and go, how is it that you are still doing what you're doing yet you don't seem crippled by hurry or by by doing too much yet you've seemed to do a lot uh, and I, I know that for some of those people that part of their secret is in good rest and good Sabbath rhythms Yeah, but our society we value we really value like being busy, don't we? It's we like, do. You, like you ask someone, how are you doing? Mm. And, and the most common answer, oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, like this badge of honor. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, I know that we both hate that. You don't want to say that to people, you know, if you catch up with them, like, you know, how are you doing? I'm Even so, if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I know the last thing you want to say is, I feel so busy or I'm so tired. Because when the words come out, you go, oh, that's actually, that's not how I want to define my life. Absolutely. So today we are going to be exploring this idea and looking at rest and Sabbath and how that relates to us in the world of Christian education and probably anyone else. Absolutely. I I know what you're saying. Got to be a way if we are uh, called to this, this is our vocation, mm. our mission, uh, our calling. Then, yeah, absolutely, we are going to work hard and we're going to give our lives to this. But there has to be a way to do that in, in a way that is healthy, yeah, sustainable, and is a reflection of the abundant life in Christ mm. that, uh, that the Bible talks about, mm. um, not the you know. The, suffocated um, and, yeah. and depleted kind of thing that you you do see around the world today. Yeah, if Jesus talks about giving life to the abundance, like that actually has to be something that we can find. And you look at his life and there's and he took time out and he valued sort of this good way of resting that's very different to what we often think of as rest, but it's it's such a important part of his life. But you mm. don't see Jesus burnt out and, you know, frayed at the edges and you know, freaking out because life is too busy and everything's sort of, you know, closing in on him. You see him actually being controlled and measured and doing what he was called to do, which was huge, but never burned out by that. Yeah. I think when you look, you, you see that with Jesus, then you look historically and you see mm. uh, writers and theologians, mm. people have talked about you know, the, the practice of rest and uh, as a discipline. Uh, it's interesting that the Sabbath is a it's one of the Ten Commandments that our propensity of hum- as humans, it's yeah. like to, to, I guess, to drive ourselves mm. and is, is so much that it had to be one of the ten. It, it had to yeah. be commanded to stop. It's interesting too, with Sabbath being a command, that it's the one culturally that we will all agree is okay to kind of skip. Yeah, that's you right. Know, you don't agree that it's okay to kind of murder someone. That's right. That was, yeah, you, you that, know, was, that was Old Testament. Yeah, you know, but we get, yeah, Old Testament, mm-hmm. but but... But Sabbath, it's like, oh, well, you know, we we kind of have these workarounds. I went to church, so that's my Sabbath. Mm. And even when I was younger, I used to think, oh, like shops have to be closed. That's a Sabbath. Uh, that's sort of the way it is. That That's what a Sabbath is. We just shut everything down. But not so much understanding the deeper why behind that yeah. or what God's purpose for us is in that. But, yeah, culturally, like you think as Christians, I mean, even for a lot of pastors, a Sunday isn't a, isn't a day off. That's their biggest day. That's uh, right. You know, it's, and it's, so, it's so even that whole concept, it's not a specific day of the week. So I think in that, we have to work out, what, like, what does this mean for us? Because I think for, like, for you and I too, we're thinking, 
we were both relatively young, you know, still kind of. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't want to... That's hilarious. I don't want to burn out, you know, before, before too long through just because I, I think our culture is so driven. Yes. That we need, like you said before, we need a sustained approach to this. Yeah. And you look at the people who've gone before and done great things and they're still going. You kind of go, well, what has sustained some of those people mm-hmm. to be able to do this well? Yeah. Yeah, that's really important. And we want to be able to sustain through a term. Mm. We want to be able to sustain all the way through the year, but we want to be able to sustain through a a life mm. and, and a career yep. if, if this is really our calling. So mm. really what we want is uh, healthy rhythms of yes. rest. And intuitively, I think people have known this, this kind of thing through history. You mm. see that when you take time to rest, that your productivity when you are working goes up. Oh, yeah. And so uh, there's diminishing returns mm. once you're tired on on the work that you're putting in and so rest is important mm. i think we've intuitively known that yeah. but there's there's a lot now just in uh looking at neuroplasticity and w- i guess what's happening in our in our bodies and in our mm. brains when we're resting yeah that actually says yeah that's that's totally true it's so from our perspective it's it's the way god's created it to be yeah Okay, so I think we I think we know that healthy habits, rhythms of rest are mm. important. I think we we all experience our bodies need it. Mm. You certainly feel it uh, when, oh, yeah. when, when when I need a rest, I need a break, and then how it feels once I've had a rest. Mm. How much change? Our minds benefit from it, absolutely. Mm. I, I, we we think more clearly, and uh, we're more, I guess, creative. Mm. Uh, the other benefit, I think, hugely for when I'm rested is the people around me. <laughs> um, it's a benefit to them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I'm, um, you know, coping better. Yeah. So, totally. so for, for, you know, our, our spouses, our families, our coworkers, mm. uh, it's, it's a real benefit to them. Mm. So it's almost being rested is, is a gift to the people around yeah. us. And then it's, I think it's just important to our lives mm. to have those, those rhythms yes and uh and and i think it's important to to mention when we're talking about rest and work we're not necessarily talking about employed hours and uh Mm. and hours not employed Mm. because i don't know i don't know about you i know for me that the hours i'm not at work in my employment at school can sometimes be some of the least restful times Uh, you know we we pack our lives full of things and that could be family things it could be even church or extracurricular activities, but sometimes it can just be that you're wired, like you're on your phone or you're watching, you know, things could be Netflix or news or whatever, but you're so hooked on things that by the time you get to bed that night, you go, I have not rested. Yeah, you my know? brain has not switched off. Yeah, I had five hours. <laughs> Still at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I have like, it's like you just go, I have depleted my brain even further and I know that tomorrow when I wake up, I'm not going to feel great. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to work and everyone's going to, it's then kind of that, it's a cycle again because then I know my body will feel horrible and my mind will just be, you know, a bit of mush and the people around me are going to suffer because I'm not fully present or a pain. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So I think it's like, I think you're right. It's this all encompassing thing. Mm. So it's actually more than important. Mm. It's necessary. Yes. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going somewhere. No, I thought that was the pause. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's that's good. That, that's, there is a pause there. That's good.
Everyone needs to rest at times and to take a break from, I guess it's just modern living. Mm. You know, the whole world around us, no matter what you look at, is saying go, go, go. But it's just sometimes necessary to stop and have a break Mm. and create some space. And, you know, that downtime when our brain has an opportunity to just consolidate. Yeah. It's one of those things that um, it is so essential, yet we don't give it as much importance as it really needs. Or we trick ourselves into thinking that rest is something it's not. Uh, when, when we actually rest, we know that there's clear science around this, that you, you actually have more efficient thought processes in your brain. Yeah. So you think for, for your work day, you need to be firing it just for life. I mean, to be able to think clearly, that's a whole lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly in a classroom mm. of kids. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We're, we're responsible to be facilitating learning. <laughs> uh, Is that we, what we're here to do? We, 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 we need to be thinking straight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then yeah. the old, I mean, our days are so full of different things, you know, dealing with different people and situations. And it's, it's so all-encompassing that you have to be able to think clearly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the other thing that um, when, when we're rested, I think when we sleep and our brains mm. are resting is that it's, we know it's when your brain's organizing and consolidating yeah. new information mm. and uh, I mean, filing all that. And, yeah. and Which is why you often feel overwhelmed and overworked when you haven't rested. Yeah. It, it also helps us to, to solidify our memories. Yeah. I think as a teacher, our memories are so important in education because we, we're working with people. And it's memories on things that have happened, but on key things or key journeys with people. And this sort of informs who we are yeah. and the way we do what we do. Yeah, I think there's something to that, that when you look back over a year mm. or a term yeah. and it's just a blur and oh. you can't, can't remember, you think, was that 10 weeks? Yes, sometimes that's just the reality. Yeah. But how much of that, uh, that experience and that life just kind of passed us by because we didn't take time just to reflect? Yeah, which is such a shame. Yeah. Like, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it definitely leads to creative th- more creative thinking. Mm. And uh, that's really important for an educator yeah. to, be, to be sharp in that area and, and having your most creative thoughts. Totally. And we know our brain goes into a bit of a survival mode mm. uh, when we're tired and that it's actually... I mean, there's a lot around... If, if you do reading around the benefits of play and yeah. it's, it's actually in those spaces that the, that the creative ideas happen mm. and uh, not just in the, I mean, just the day-to-day churn. Yeah. So if we, we want creative solutions, we need, to, we need to get our brains in a place where we're thinking creatively. That's it's so right. And we expect that of our, our students. Yeah. And we want them to be thinking creatively, but we can't expect that we're just going to be this burnt out, you know, kind of shell of a human at the front of the class or you're just standing there staring, you know. We, we're actually fully engaged in that whole process now. Yeah. And so we need to be... And it's not that we need to do more. So we need to allow our brains to be able to think yeah. clearly and creatively. Yeah. Uh, the other one in rest that links with that is that rest actually clears out harmful toxins yeah. in our brain. And uh, essentially, if we want our our brains, our bodies to be working well. And we know that this actually works in terms of cleansing. Then, then that's an essential. I mean, that, that, I think that even in itself is a good enough excuse to rest. Oh, teachers are known for uh, <laughs> overdosing on caffeine and coffee yeah. and, 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 and all that flowing through your veins. And, yeah. and, uh, and then just even just the buildup of being stationary not, mm. or, or being, being in, the, in the single space all through the day. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we do need that cleansing mm. of, of yes. our system and the toxins in our system. Totally. For sure. 
the other thing that um i know but forget is that actually a, a good rest pattern actually regulates your appetite yeah which is all part of a, a well i guess balanced mm. healthy system yes and the, the times that you are the tightest and feeling like on a, it's funny how when we're not feeling great we tend to eat things that are bad for us or we're craving certain things yeah that, that at the time you go oh, i need this sugar hit before i go and teach this class knowing that i'm preparing myself for a big slump at some point pretty soon absolutely you know? yeah and uh as, as like you know as it you know it's like I, i'm smart enough to know this is true yet i do it to myself anyway yeah you know? oh look i think there's more than more than one teacher who's guilty of oh i've got to write reports or do, do this program and um and there goes three quarters of a pack of tim tams yeah, that's it. in the first half an hour oh yeah <laughs> I remember one teacher. That might, that might just be me. Remember one teacher years ago when she was writing reports, she'd like um, reward herself, and she'd say, "If I write, you know, a couple of reports, she'd reward herself like with a Tim Tam or something." And I was like, "That's amazing self control because I would have just finished off the packet you know, <laughs> just to get myself going." It's amazing and wrong on so many levels, isn't it? So. Several years ago, it was called Leading on Empty by Wayne Cadero. And uh, it, was, it was a book that really challenged me in the way I approached my, my work yeah. and life and, and leadership. And one of the practices that he encouraged in that mm. book, which I tried to take on, was he talked about how periodically, whether it's mm. once a month, once every few months, he took a day or took, took out an afternoon or a time to get away from his work yeah. and all, all, all the busyness. You know, it could be a Saturday even, you know, but just disconnect and it was a time of reflection. Yes. And so he actually set out like in different areas of your life, look at your relationships and he talked about like working out where the dial is mm. in the, over the last few months. Have I been kind of running at a five or a seven? Yeah. And and then over time, I guess, you know, whether it's my relationships, my work, my, my study, my spiritual growth, mm. how all the different areas of my life tracking so that because we want want to be holistic yes. and and well and so that's a, that's a that's something that I've I've really tried to do um, since and mm. and so I, on on the last school break yeah we had a, we had a great time as a family so we we took our caravan away mm. and uh, we headed up the coast uh, about five hours north of here and we parked the caravan right on the beach. Awesome. And uh, that's what we just, um, it was great. It was, yeah. We were there for seven days and it was just um, no agenda, hmm. no, um, no, no plans. That's so good. And uh, if I could avoid getting in the car, even to run down and get like <laughs> I would, it was just, you know, I'm, dead, I'm not wearing shoes. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm just going to be. Got your camp chair yeah, and you're not I got my camp chair, yeah. got my barbecue yeah. and I've got the beach. And it was, a, but in that time I was doing some of this, just reflecting. Yeah. Just, and, and. I was sitting there thinking about this idea of rest because mm. I, was, I was really, I was really valuing it. Mm. You know, you know how you're wired for a few yeah. days, and once you when you try and slow down, and oh, then a yeah. few days, I'm thinking, what am I doing? It's something, mm. you know, I'm I've got to get up, I've got to do something, and it's, yeah. but I'm forced to be, and I'm there reflecting on that, and I'm just sort of coming to that point of about three or four days in, yeah, I'm I'm switching, I'm switched mm. off, and. I was praying, I was thinking about the importance of rest, the necessity of rest, and I felt like like god really spoke to me about um something more than that about about this idea of the sanctity of rest yeah. and you know in romans it talks about um 
you know, do not be conformed to the patterns mm. of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. When you think about those patterns, I was thinking, okay, yeah, do not be conformed to the, it's the, the, the ways of thinking, yeah. the value systems, those brain patterns of this world, which I think this, this just franticness yeah, oh, yeah. Is, is part of a pattern mm. of this world, mm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we know that that's talks about change the way you think. Yes. Yeah. So, so by the Holy Spirit, change the way you think about your life mm. and you see your work and you see yeah. your calling. And, uh, and then that's, that's part of, that's part of that renewing. So I was reflecting on that yeah. and then it was only in that, I, I, it was in that moment I was, I was thinking, you know, when I stand before God one day to give mm. an account for my life and, and as we all will, mm. uh, God's not going to ask me the question, you know, how much did you do? Mm. Yeah, it had, like there's not going to be a, a tick box where I, I've, you know, logged my hours. Yes, yeah. Uh, for, for I'm sure I hope not. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be, it's not going to be like yeah. how much did you do? But but I, I felt like in that moment God was saying, I want to know how, how much did you listen? Mm. How much space did you carve out yeah. in, in all the craziness and, and the busyness mm. and, and all the good stuff? But how much space did you carve out to actually listen yeah, that's so to good. him? And, uh, and so I was, it, I guess for me in the last few months, there's, there's been that moment of actually trying to, okay, I, I need, to, mm. need to carve out this time. Yes. So then I was reflecting on as part of that, then you look mm. back at the Genesis story. Yeah. The creation story, you know, God created the world in six days and on the seventh day he rested. And I, I, was, I was reading about that, that that uh, Hebrew word that's mm. used there is the word manuha. Mm. Uh, it literally means to rest, to cease, to desist. And it's, it is the idea of where we get Sabbath yes. from. And I've grown up with that story my whole mm, life. Yeah. That, and, and you think, yeah, yeah, God rested on the seventh day. I don't know if I've ever stopped to think about why did God rest? Yeah. Because he's God, right? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't need rest. He doesn't need yeah. rest. He's, you know, he's all powerful, all present. Um, <laughs> but he got a bit tired after six days. But worn out yeah. six, six days, you know, for me, like if I work five days mm. through the week and I have a big Saturday running chores, I'm yeah. a bit tired. Yeah. God shouldn't be tired mm. after six days. So then, okay, so but then the question is, okay, what is it about resting yeah. on the seventh day then? Was it that why why that's recorded? Yeah. Why why God tells us that because He didn't rest out of necessity. Mm. Uh, but there's there's this theme that runs through the Bible, and I think it's that that creation, our work, mm. our calling, our ministry that there's it isn't complete without yes. the rest component. Mm. Yeah, and so true. I've been really challenged recently, God by God. I think that it's not just in my calling, ministry, teaching, vocation. It's not just about the necessity of rest mm. because we know that and yeah. you can know that from a secular oh, totally. point of view just look at the brain science mm. um it's like it's it's a no-brainer sorry yeah. <laughs> um but but from a spiritual perspective yeah. it's actually part of our calling yes yeah and i think because we can look at yes i should rest and then i think that's where we get rest wrong because we have the wrong ideas of what rest is yeah and and god's initial idea for rest i mean in the in that account, he's talking about a day with him. Yeah. He's talking of like a day of, it's it, like even I've read some people talk about it as being like, it's the best waste of time. You know, yeah. It's, you know, it's like, it's not um, actually, or, or we give up accumulation and accomplishment. You know, we give up the things that we're trying to get and the things we're trying to do. You know, yeah, I'm just I love going that. to be yeah. and be with God. And, and often I find if I rest, I go, 
I will do still do things instead of being with God mm. and sitting and like actually experiencing his presence. I one of the ideas I love in that story is that mm-hmm. humans are made the day before. Yeah. And so their first experience of God is a day of rest. Yeah. It's not they were made, they had to work their full week and then God's like, oh, now you've earned a day of rest. Like their first experience of God is a God who values rest. Yeah. So it's so it's like our our week, our rhythm starts with rest. Starts with rest. Yeah. yeah. And so often we go, oh, if I get time, I will tack it on to the end yep. and god's like no no for them their first experience really is okay we're resting with god we're yeah. being with him and knowing what that really means it's similar to you know like tithes you know giving your first fruits and and often i think we go where can i find time instead mm-hmm. of going no this is actually the essential thing that i will i will put first or yeah. i will make the time I will, you know, factor this in. Yeah. Uh, what's the other quote, you know, like talking about who you want to become, like show me your schedule, you know, and, yeah. uh, and I'll show you who you're going to become, you know. Yeah. And so I think in this, if we go, this is super, this is, it's not just an important idea, but I think when you're looking at the sanctity of it, you go, this is like a God-ordained idea. Mm-hmm. And if we're to live with transformed minds, live in a way that actually, so we become more like Jesus, then this can't be an add-on. This has to be like, one of our first ideas, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And a, that's countercultural. Like, I th- almost feel like my mind is offended in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's totally countercultural and uh, it's countercultural in the world. And I think it, as Christians, there's a, it's even countercultural to some of Christian culture. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got to do a lot. You know, we've got to prove that we're doing things. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, so this is the other thing I've been yep. thinking about when I've been unpacking this in, in my thinking is that so um, I play guitar, mm. you play guitar, yep. you play guitar better than me. I doubt that. But, uh, but, um, but so one of my, so you two was, was, has always been a band that's inspired me. Because and, the yeah. greatest band, yeah. just about ever. Yeah, one of. And so, <laughs> and so I was watching um, the DVD, remember what a DVD was? I've got the old DVD <laughs> from, of the... Um, Elevation tour, yeah, um, must be like eighteen years ago or something. A long time, and there's yeah. this, there's this moment. It's one of my favourite moments mm. in that show. Now that was a, that was a DVD, like that show. I cook, I, I binged on that. I'd yeah. watch it all yeah. the time, run in the background, and everything. Like that. And there's one, my favourite moment in it is there's, there's this moment just before the streets have no name. Yeah. It comes out of one song, and the whole stadium is just hushed and, yeah. and quiet. And there's, it's just, but there's an, there's an electric kind of feeling there, and the edge. He hits one note on the guitar yeah. and the place just like people lose their mind. Yeah. It just, it, it oh, explodes. And even watching the DVD, mm. um, I, I, I feel like I'm there. I yeah. experience it. It's, it's like, goosebumps, well, there is, yeah. There's goosebumps in that moment yeah. when he hits that one note. And I think, okay, why? <laughs> I play guitar, right? That one note is not hard to play. I can teach my, I can teach my, 10 year old yeah. to, to hit that one note why when he does that and he hits that whole note 60,000 people lose their mind I hit one note on the guitar same note <laughs> doesn't get the it's same not, level not the, same. not the same level of reaction and um, but we know as musicians know mm. it's actually the power in that moment in that note is not 
just in that note. Yes. Actually, what the energy that comes that makes that note so impactful mm. is to do with the space around the mm. notes. And I feel like I feel like so good. As I've reflected on it, that's that's a metaphor for our our ministry yes. and our calling as Christian teachers, especially, but mm. in in any call of calling and walk of life, is that there's power and energy to the notes yes. of our work that's created by creating this rhythm and creating space mm. around those rather than just a long drone note in Absolutely. our life. But or if a we, wall of sound. Yeah, or, or, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right, so basically what you're saying is that the rhythms of our lives should resemble the guitar playing of the edge. Because I would say that is one of the best analogies <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> that works for me. Edge, if you're out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works, you know. It does, it does. And it's like in um, art and architecture, mm. there's, the, the, there's, you know, we... Talk about negative space yeah. that you can. Um, I'm even doing this now. We're landsc- trying to work out how to landscape our backyard, mm. and it's just a big open space, and it's yeah. it's hard to work with. But actually, you can take a space where there's nothing, mm. and you, or two columns that are sitting right next to each other, and if you space them six meters apart, mm. all of a sudden between these columns, you've created this space. Now, there's yes. it was always there. Yeah. It was like oh, I love this space yeah. out here, and it's like well, there's nothing there. It's actually. Um, but it's actually the the form on either side, mm, the structure. It, the structure actually has meaning mm. because of the space that's yes. in in the middle. And so, yeah, there, there's another there's another analogy or metaphor mm. for it is that it's actually the space mm. that gives meaning to the structure. Yes. That's brilliant. That's such an essential essential thing for us because I mean, our days have structure, but they also have space yeah and i think though some of that space comes without intention so i think in that to having that intentionality around the space and giving ourselves space and time and and i think for each of us that's going to look very different you know given our day given the structure of our day um given our family circumstances uh but knowing when when to you know, build around space, when to kind of create those those structures that you go, this is actually, I mean, like it's such a simple old school concept, but the idea of a quiet time with God and you go, it, it's, but when you actually create the, the structure around that space, you know that everything else is better for it. Yeah. You know, and, and that in itself is a form of rest. Yeah, it and is. And I think we can do that in a real religious duty or we can do that in a, I'm just going to rest, rest in God uh, knowing not so that oh, I just need to get my little fuel for the day, but actually the overarching thing is because I want to be with you. Yeah, I, I, and I think the, the the headline of it for me is, and what's changed for me in my thinking over time is that it's rest as an act of worship mm. and as a first fruits totally. kind of thing, rather than just out of desperation and and breakdown at the yes. end. So we know that Christians over the centuries have talked about these things yes. and. And it's something we need to be intentional about to create intentional spaces, mm. rhythms in our day, rhythms in our week, yep. in our year, so that we can not just refuel and restart, mm. but that we can create spaces that then provide meaning yes. and energy to the important work that we do. Mm. So, or in that in that pattern of the the creation story, yeah. that rest is not about necessity but it's a part of our worship and it's a part of creation mm. and it's a part of 
being human. Yes, that's fantastic. I think that's that's brilliant. That's what we need. So I think as Christian educators, people who work in schools, work with people, that uh, we would encourage you to to work out how how do you like, how is God calling you to rest? Yeah. Really, what does that look? It's going to look different for each of us. But what does that look like for you in your day? In the end, it comes down to us taking responsibility, really, doesn't it? You know, it does. Taking ownership of the time and space that we have. And, uh, and, and we know that this is God's design for us. And he's designed so that we can actually be excellent in what we're called to do. Mm. So that we can actually know that when I'm teaching or leading people or loving my family, whatever I'm doing, that I'm actually doing it with a transformed mind doing it out of a place of rest and wholeness yeah and uh and then may we see our schools and the places we work flourish yeah so may you be blessed Mm. and uh yeah we just pray for a grace on every person to be able to a grace to uh, create spaces Mm. around the notes of your work yes and your ministry and your calling uh that we might all discover new meaning, new energy, and new wholeness uh, in this important work that we're called to. So, bless you. Yeah. See you next time. See ya.